Boom. <laughs> I gave you time that time. I, I think I interrupted yesterday and the day before. You, but... you did. It was hard to edit that one. But yeah. uh, this time I was checking the time as soon as we started recording as opposed to any other. Yep. Otherwise you get, you would hit ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hello. It's another day. It's an ultimate day of Fright Fest that's just ended. An ultimate. Yeah. Final day tomorrow. Right. So we've had the jock... We've had the slut, we've had the stoner, and tomorrow is the virgin, the final yes. day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. Been... <laughs> uh, it's been it's been an interesting one today. Um, a good couple of things. Um, well, first, I started off. I I watched the short film showcase one, oh, uh, yes. which was ten ten short films. Um, which you can watch for at any at any time during the weekend. But so I'll start with one today and then do two tomorrow. Um, there are some good ones. Um, there's so there's a I'll just knock them all out right now. But there was um uh, we started with bark, which is um a black and white short, and it's a a tree is voicing over, just going on about oh I'm you know having a lovely day in the park, and then um uh, an axe murderer comes along and starts chasing these girls and he's just witnessing this happening and then one of the girls hides behind the tree and the axe murder hits the tree and the tree's hurting and stuff it's it's quite silly but you know it's fun enough only six minutes long um that was by uh ryan irving director Uh, i think he voiced it the um the tree as well Um, does he sound like this (laughs) no he was american does he sound like this (laughs) I want him to now. Um, next, we had uh, a bit of fun, um, which is uh, <laughs> um, uh, a group of girls in a in their apartment doing a Ouija board to speak to their dead um, roommate. Um, which is yeah, I mean, it's nine minutes long, directed by uh, Florence Kosky. Um, it it was alright. I it wasn't one of the the standouts for me, unfortunately. But it was still, worst ways to spend nine minutes. Um, next like we had breakfast. <laughs> well, well, well done for having a meal at least during a crazy time. <laughs> yes, yeah, we had breakfast next, um, which is uh, oh, after being bedridden for months, uh, Catherine is finally awake and she's hungry and not just for bacon and, and eggs. Uh, Australian short, uh, eleven minutes long, directed by Paul Beatty, um, like uh, Paul Beatty and Melanie Rios. Right? Um, uh, yeah, a little uh, kind of zombie short, quite fun. Um, after that, we had Flesh Control, um, and it's a typical day of fumigation for these two exterminators. But who has been exterminated, and what is doing the job? Is, the, uh, is it is it me? Is it I'm getting exterminated? <laughs> No, you're, you're you're getting bored to death by me. You're welcome. Um, it's an Irish one, yes. Right. Um, nine minutes long. It's a bit strange. Uh, there's these people in like big uh, paper paper papier mache bug mask. Yeah, bug mask things, and mm. uh, just going about a normal day of fumigating a house. It's, I I I couldn't really understand it much. It was. Um, I, I I found the Irish. What is speaking like this? <laughs> you Batman. <laughs> no, no, you can hear them fine enough. I think it was the oh. were quite thick. Um, that was directed by Christopher McSherry. 
Um, after that, we had a subject three, um, in which a young woman needs to say her last goodbye to an old friend uh, as she traverses a world in the midst in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, well, um, I don't understand what that means. That seems yeah, very. No, uh, it's, are you sure that you would do one at a sci-fi festival? It's very unrealistic. It's you know, it's, you'd never see something like that happen today. It's just um, directed by uh, Teresa De- Decker, Decker. Um, 12 minutes long. Uh, it's quite nice. Little, it's kind, tiny bit road trippish, and um, yeah. Oh, so it's, there's Tom Green with a snake. <laughs> wow. I don't even know if I. I feel like I have seen road. I remember having a DVD at some point. It's. I must have seen road. Not trip. good. From the uh, Oscar-nominated director of Joker. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's um, I. It made me think it was filmed in, uh, like, during, uh, during, the during pandemic. this pan- Yeah, during the pandemic. Um, here I'm reading it was USA 2019 film. So it just happens um, to be they were predicting some yeah. terrible shit this year. But, like, um, at the very beginning of the short, they're all wearing uh, proper, like, face masks with the little circle, the N, what was it, the NH weather things. H1N1, the horrible... Yes, yeah, those ones. They didn't work. No, no. The ones that the NHS had to send back. Um, uh, Yeah, so it it, it started with people wearing masks. I was like, oh, they must have shot this during, like... um, They could have reshot things, don't forget. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, I like to think they didn't, though, and then they're like, oh, you know, pandemic's starting. Hey, we've got those masks from when we filmed last year. If you came to the rap party, you're safe. (laughs) Exactly. Is that right, Um, George? (laughs) Um, after that we had a film called uh jeff drives you it also says here on i'm looking on the site it says polovatron 500 but the title that came up was just jeff drives you um directed by aiden brezonik um 17 minutes uh and it's about a um a driverless sort of uber that's taken uh this character David um, to a wedding and uh, David falls in love with this car um, and, and and basically fucks the car. It's Aww. a very strange but kind of heartwarming story um, and, and then the car goes up, gets a bit um, over the top and like um, basically switch switches off its uh its oh. tracking system and stuff and says oh we live we live together I, I didn't drive you to the to the wedding in the end we'll we'll, we'll, we'll spend we'll our lives together it. yeah um, it's it's so strange like at first the car's like basically um having phone sex with uh with david, <laughs> with uh, david and then uh <laughs> a sort of hatch opens in the back of the um the back of the passenger seat Right. Um, and he sat behind the passenger seat, and the, this hatch opens, and it's like a flashlight or something. It just goes, "Fuck me, David." <laughs> um, that was put a banana in my tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, probably one of the highlights. <laughs> okay. Did you the, enjoy it? Short films. It was just. It was. It was an, uh, <laughs> a pretty in- interesting idea. It was like it was like a new version of her. Um, <laughs> and called him. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So next we had Uzo and Black Current, um, UK short film directed by Nat Lutzima. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, seven minutes long. Um, sort of uh, these two friends uh, meeting up and re reminiscing about the, the good old days. One of them goes to take a picture of the other and uh, with the little boxes that come up with the faces, you know, for yep. uh, it, it recognition. Does, yeah, it, it recognises the face next to her, which you, you see, like, momentarily. Um, it's quite interesting and scary. Some, you know, a little bit of a jump scare. Um, next, nice we... Was that yeah. it? Sorry? Was that, was that it for that? Oh, what no, no, we've... Um, for the short films, no, we've got three more. So no, we had, um... Yeah, but that short film. Was that oh, it? yeah, yeah, that short film. That was pretty much it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, but... Yeah, not not much to give. Although you know, some one of my favourite short films from uh, Fright Fest that I've seen was a uh, this short film called Curve. I think it's on YouTube now, and it's it's definitely Kelly worth Eastwood watching. Is a uh, baseball scout. <laughs> no, I do have a shirt with that on it. Cannot um, urinate. He struggles. No, it's it's a very Curve is a very simple film where a woman wakes up and she's sort of on this like concrete and the. Uh, it's like a, a curved wall and then mm. it's curving uh, in a sort of L shape and then going further down into an abyss. And it's just that. She's just trying to survive and trying not to slip down it and then it starts to rain and stuff. That's one of my favourites. So, That's you know, some short, some short films, they don't need much to, to stick in the memory. Um, so next we had Tavare, Tavar, um, directed by Brian Gillespie. Uh, USA, six minutes long. Um, it's like this uh, animated, sort of very Tim Burton esque um, picture of this. I, I believe part the, this character is called Tavare. Tavar, um, and it's a poem about how hungry they are and they eat everything like inanimate objects. And yeah, it was interesting. It's like it's like a very dark poem, like you could accidentally show to a child. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, after that, we had a film called Guest. Uh, I think I sent you I a can't. shot of this. Um, <laughs> Touche. Uh, I think I sent... when Before Fright Fest began, um, I happened across one, sh one still of a film, and it was a still of a short film, and that's all I had. Like, the only image I'd, I'd seen for anything in Fright Fest. Mm. And it was this uh, character with, like, big big eyes like momo i think i sent it to you uh last I, week i think you mean like alita battle angel <laughs> no no these were terrifying uh these didn't have much characterism um but uh yeah it's a uh, sort of a woman um with bandages around her eyes uh and something won't leave her alone um no matter how long she keeps them closed um directed by finn callan uh, UK film, 12 minutes long, quite fun. Uh, the, the imagery was does stick with you. I showed it to Charlotte and she was like, fuck that, and she's not actually here tonight. So <laughs> she made a point. Um, uh, next we had uh, The Beholder. This is the last short film. Um, uh, it, the, the, the description here says, the eye is the window to the soul. That's why it terrifies us. And it's a one minute UK short. Uh, directed by Sean Clark, and it's uh, an adaptation of an Edgar Allan Poe poem. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd say probably the one 
the main one that stuck out for me is Jeff Drives You and uh, Guest for two very different re- reasons. <laughs> Jeff Drives You, but do you know Jeff also lives at home? <laughs> I had heard that, yeah. Um, so then we moved on to the, uh, the feature length. Um, <laughs> first Big. of which yep. was uh, Clapboard Jungle. And this was the other documentary I was talking about. Clapboard um, Jungle. Clapboard, yeah. Clapperboard. Uh, it is clapperboard, but it's called clapboard jungle. Yeah. Clap clapboard. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Clapboard, all one word. Um, so it follows uh, five years in the life and career of Justin McConnell, um, an independent horror filmmaker, uh, directed a film called Life Changer, among a few others. Uh, and it's basically he he kind of comes he he is the character of the film and he's directing it himself um and he's saying this is this is what it takes to get a film made uh today and um it's mm, trying to think uh i was going to say very more morgan spurlock not very morgan spurlock he he just because he doesn't set himself a goal of i'm going to make a film and i'm going to show you how to do it and like um it's all it's all about the ins and the outs um of the business side of it, going to all these film festivals and can and trying to sell your film before it's shot and um, have, making a lookbook and everything and meeting producers and what what the do's and don'ts are. But yeah. at, as he's as he's doing directing this documentary and having interviews with um, Paul Schrader, Guillermo del Toro, Tom Holland, not that one, Sid Haig, and a load of other sort of genre greats, um, he's just he's struggling himself to make a name for himself and to to make his next film um it's i it was probably the best film of the festival for me so far um it's it's eye-opening um it starts off like all doom and gloom like there's no fucking way you know you're screwed don't even bother trying and it ends at quite a a a nice it, it ends with you feeling optimistic and like i was like oh i I, you know, I I felt, um, I felt like I wanted to to go out there and do something finally. Like <laughs> yeah, um, it is. It's also kind of daunting at the same time of like, you know, you have to be a businessman to be able to sell your film, hmm. um, which I'd never ever thought about that aspect Haven't before. You? you know, oh, it's no. uh, horrible. It's why I can't do it. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the the behind the scenes of them trying to to make. Um, a film and uh, like at one point um, he's hearing from investors and they're basically saying oh yeah we're happy to make it but we don't want you involved as creative as as any creative output and (laughs) it's it's um it's quite heartbreaking to see and then there's a another I think Paul Schrader says um like it's a moment where like you're kind of thinking to yourself well my idea is good enough that you want it so I'm just going to go to someone else. Um, but yeah, it, it does. He also just... recommend hiring Kevin Spacey. Now he's cheap. <laughs> that seems the poor straight away. That's why it's so perfect. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I've actually, I think uh, life changer is on uh, sky. So if I've downloaded that to watch after the festival, but I'm very interested in him, in him now as a, as a filmmaker. Um, he was talking about his first film, uh, which I cannot for the life of me remember the title of, but it got like slated in the reviews and stuff. And 
he talks about how that that brought him down quite a bit and but he, he does see flaws with it he, he brings out this it's a um so i think it's like a post-apocalyptic film and he uh brings this scene out where uh the one of the female characters goes away to shave her legs in a ravine and it's like yeah i know now that that doesn't that doesn't make sense in the middle of an apocalypse no. um uh so he's, he's kind of you know it's you're watching him learn along the way as well um and and gain his confidence but i would i would heartily recommend it um i think it's coming out as a uh as a series, he did a Q&A afterwards and he was saying it's, they've, they've done this version and they've done a TV series version. Okay. And the TV series version uh, is due out sort of uh, first quarter or second quarter of next year. And it Business. doesn't, and it doesn't include um, his story. It, it's mainly dealing with the, the ins know, and outs. Yeah. The ins and outs of the film industry, whereas the film covers his story. It's more like um, a story about his story. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm quite, I'm quite, uh, I'm gonna definitely keep an eye out for that when that comes out. Um, so yeah, that was that. Uh, after that, we had Two Heads Creek, um, which is an Australian set film, mainly set in Australia. Um, mainly after set death. in a uh, door where there's a real oil problem, right? <laughs> well, um... Two Heads Creek. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> goodness um so uh after the death of their adoptive uh mother their adoptive polish mother um a butcher and his twin sister um leave post-brexit U- uk um after they discover that they they were adopted and um go to the australian outback in search of their biological mother um and the townsfolk are a bit crazy and are hiding sinister secrets um in regards to the meat they eat um it's it's gory uh it's fun at points with the goriness um other than that it's it didn't really stand out for me much um yeah i'm not sure what else to say They, they mentioned prince george a couple of times which is strange like when they first land in australia the first few characters they meet, they're like, oh, have you met Prince George? And it's like, why Prince George? Of all the... <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it keeps strange. it relevant for long enough for people in, you know, <laughs> 20 years' time will probably still know who Prince George is unless we, you know, abolish the monarchy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's got some, some nice gore uh, featuring a, uh, um, not a wood chipper, but like a, grind, a meat grinder, a huge meat grinder, um, which oh, is, right. uh, interestingly enough, big enough to uh, to fit people in. Oh, did you did you test it out yourself? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I, well, I'm they, big um... enough to put people in. <laughs> Am I a meat grinder? I thought I only called you that outside of the podcast. <laughs> um, so after uh, Two Heads Creek, we had Hall, uh, which is the film spelled H A L L. Okay. What, what were you thinking? I don't know. Maybe oh, it Hall. was H A U L. Yeah. Um, exactly. No, this is a this is set. Primarily in a hotel, uh, made me miss work. Um, in a hallway that's um, got some airborne virus. Uh, what is? Yeah, I know. It's very unbelievable stuff in this in this uh, in this that's white a mayhem and fiction. Um, now I can't re- really give a proper review of this because um, I missed the last twenty minutes of it, which was a shame. But on the other hand, I wasn't really having too much fun with it. It was I found it quite slow moving. It kept it, it 
uh, went back and forth between you're watching uh, this pregnant Japanese woman in this hotel hallway, like falling along, trying to get to another door. Um, and then it flips back to a few hours earlier. Um, and this um, follows this uh, um, mother and father and their daughter um, coming into the hotel and checking in and, and staying in the room. And, and then it just kept keeps cutting back and forth. But the, the future bit that I'd seen anyway, was mainly just this Japanese woman trying, moving slowly, very, very slowly a, along the floor, looking uh, very um, full of a virus. Um, but yeah, I can't really give it a proper review because I didn't uh, see the end of it. And it all I'm dropped not out. Too, yeah, I'm not too bothered that I didn't see the end of it. Um, Fair enough. It wasn't engaging enough for you. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, we had uh, Aquaslash, which just from the title alone sounds like fun. Uh, it's set in a water park. Even more fun. Um, now, um, uh, Red Letter Media did a review of this a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, not, they they weren't positive on it. Yeah, it's um. Because there's only one mode of death in this, isn't there? Pretty much. Yeah, there's one mode of death. It starts off with like a point point of view of um a few years earlier, um, yeah. where a murder happens. But all you see is a I think uh, so I think you're in the point of view of a child going down a slide. They go down, they, they reach the end and uh, the water's all red and someone's died and then it transpires that it's their dad. Um, but uh, then it moves on and it's uh, 2018, the graduates of a local high school or college or wherever are um, having their big graduate party at this water park. Um, there's a lot of sort of um, drama between the students, um, you know, uh, love triangle and uh, one of them um, uh, one of them what is working at the park she used to go to the school and she hooks up with one of the new graduates and the video one gets of the new posted yeah. <laughs> shit and the, the graduate uh, the, the video of the, the shower sex gets posted around and stuff you got the um, link? oh yeah you want to send it over? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, it's it's it takes its time to get to about halfway through. You um, you get a couple of deaths at the top of the sort of um, the top of the water slide where a couple are hooking up. Um, one of them falls down, and the other is I think chopped to pieces a bit. And um, and then this unseen killer um, puts a hole in two holes in one of the one of the three slides mm. um, and pokes uh, two blades through. So that if you're going down one of these slides that's got these two blades in it, it's like a crisscross, and you're going to get cut up and put into four pieces. Yeah. Um, so this rest... sounds like a four quadrant release. <laughs> so the second half of the film, you've got uh, you've got Chekhov's uh, <laughs> you've got Chekhov's water slide there, and all the graduates are doing their I think it's an the fifteenth annual um, uh, snake slide. Um, where like a bunch of them go down the slide at the same time and they all go down the three slides and it's whoever gets down first. Um, so you have like three people on one slide and one of them is going to have these blades and then it, it becomes this massive sort of, one of them gets cut through and, and then there's a bit of a pile up and then another one comes down. And But it it takes so long to get there mm. um, and it's so built built up that it that the payoff just isn't as exciting. Um, for a film called Aqua Slash, I was hoping for an all-out slasher film, 
Yeah. Um, and that could have been the fight, the big finale. I but mean, like, a, 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 a horror film game. set in an amusement park of any kind would be really good, wouldn't it? If, yeah. uh, if someone had like an idea for that, maybe they yeah. should get money to develop it. Yeah. Maybe. But just, just put more deaths leading up to that. Have more, that ca- more characters and more deaths. Yeah, have that slide as the big finale, sure. But have more death, more like slashing leading up to it. Um, also, what kind of um, irked me a bit was that at when they reach the end of the pool, uh, certain times you see the the water is all red from blood, and there's sure. water coming down the slides that's red. And then sometimes you see the the main sort of you know the bit that you splash into that yeah. whole area um, is. Um, is like tinted red. It's it's so obviously not like red blood dye or whatever has no, been put into it. It's a cheap horror the... film. Are you expecting yeah. your cheap well, horror I film mean, to look couple, good? A couple of times you see it, like the actual, um, you know, you can see it's it's real. Um, and but there's a few times where it just it changes and and like you know if someone's in the shot, there's like a slight little like uh, white um, outline where their hand is because their hand is uh, in the shot of the pool or something. And it, it just, it just bothered me because it was so obvious. Um, but yeah, that was my, uh, that was my fight fest day three. Oh um, yeah. So far the, uh, today's documentary was very, very good. There was, I missed another documentary that was about uh, evil dead, but I've, I've not watched that enough to really care about watching the documentary. No, now um, the evil dead or evil dead. Um, Evil Dead. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So they got uh, Zoe and her uh, playlist, her, whatever the playlist is, extraordinary playlist. And and they've got, uh, mm, who was involved in that film besides her? Who else wait, was in that film? Wait, 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 hold on. Evil Dead is the original. 2013. Oh, for some reason I thought they, they dropped added the, the the. Oh, right. Okay, so they it's, were like about turns. The, it's about the Evil Dead. The Evil um, Dead, which yeah. is why then it's Evil Dead 2, because there's no the. It's like Incredibles 2, Terminator right. 2, Judgment Day. Right. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's day three. Uh, okay. Tomorrow, um, I can tell you what uh, films I've got I would like you to tell me, please. Yeah? Yes. Um, okay, let me give us, a, just... give us a hint, and then give us a wrap-up on how you feel the festival is. Um, okay, so uh, I know we're ending with a uh, quite interesting film I've actually seen the trailer for, um, which involves a, uh, a hit and run. Um, the other one, I've got one here, um, which is, I don't know, it's got a girl with uh, really white, bright eyes. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> is she a rabbit? No. Um no, um, she's Art Garfunkel. And I don't know anything about the other one. I can give you the title if you want. Give me. A.V. The Hunt. A.V. The Hunt. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, as for how it's been so far, um, you know, I had some fun. Oh, I tell you what, before Hall, um, we had a short um, that was called... Day fourteen, and it was uh, it was two wake. characters, and they had a. I think the mother character was in locked away in a room upstairs. I think this was shot during uh, the pandemic, okay. and it's about a zombie sort of uh, zombified their their mother sort of in the midst of zombification. 
that's okay. the yeah, in the, in the um, turning. Yeah, sort of, and then and then it, but it's it's a t- like third twenty thirty minute short. Oh bloody! Um, yeah, I was looking it up. I was trying to find out more about it on uh, IMDb and stuff, but I couldn't. It's not on the IMDb at all. Like I looked up the the filmmakers' names exist. and stuff. Um, but yeah, like twenty thirty minutes short, and then maybe before, it's an inverted film. Maybe it doesn't then, exist yet. And then before uh, <laughs> before Aquaslash, wouldn't you know it? We had the exact same twenty thirty minute short. Oh shit! Because uh, Hall was in the uh, in the Arrow. Um, screen arrow screen and and aqua slash was in the horror channel screen okay apparently i think that's why they they put them in both but it was quite annoying yeah how do you <laughs> cope with that i put this the second time i just put it on mute it was it was an interesting film but it wasn't worth sitting for 20 minutes and i just i put it on mute and just it is a myself. lot to ask on a festival to throw yeah. a short that people maybe not watch need to watch shorts in the first place yeah i'm <laughs> it's <laughs> like going to see i don't know coco and getting uh oh last frozen adventure before it <laughs> within within a minute of that short starting again <laughs> all i saw on, on the facebook groups were like for god's sake this again seriously <laughs> <laughs> Is but oh, you know I was saying to um to my sister the other day uh no, earlier today I said I was telling her about you know one thing I do kind of miss is when you're at Fright Fest in Leicester Square mm. uh since they've had since they've been using the Cineworld um the main screen is in the IMAX and every right. single film before it starts a big thing comes up and a booming voice comes out again. This film has not been uh, it's not been made for IMAX and it's not the IMAX experience. And it's just at the very the very last film of the festival, everyone just applauds for that <laughs> that announcement because we've all watched it so many times. Um, so it did bring back memories of that, I guess, but extended memories, I guess. Yeah. We'll see if it pops up again tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we've got three films for you tomorrow and a short film showcase two. Excellent. I hope you're feeling okay with this whole experience. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of gutted. I I missed out on a haul, uh, all the way through. Um, because yeah, I'm I'm quite pedantic with that kind of stuff. Like, even if I don't like the film, I'll sit through the whole thing. Fair. Um, but hey, hey. Uh, so until tomorrow, three films and short short film oh, showcase two, and, and then we're done. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Keep it scary.